Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Inside the Garage. This week, we are diving in one-on-one -on -one with Joe Gibbs Racing's Martin Truex Jr. I always love talking to Martin just because it, it seems like he is always in a good mood, excited to talk um, about a bunch of different things, and I'm really pleased with how this conversation went. Um, I was listening because I'm a big fan of um, everything Dirty Mo Media does, you know, uh, Jason Schultz, a good friend of mine, who we do another podcast together, works at Dirty Mo Media, so I was listening to Dale Jr. Download, and Martin Truex had a lot of interesting things to say about the early years working with Dale Jr., um, and that got me thinking, he has had, just like kind of Jimmy Johnson, one sponsor for most of his career, and that's been Bass Pro Shop. So I wanted to dive into, because I always find it's fascinating, the relationships between driver and sponsor. So I wanted to ask Martin about that relationship and his days on the clam boat. I've always been wanting to ask him about it, but I've just never come around to finally getting good stories. So we joke around a little bit um, about his time on the clam boat, and uh, he even admits something that I don't think he's admitted before, so you're going to have to listen and find out what that is. So, without further ado, here's my conversation with Martin Truex Jr. Relationships huge in the sport of NASCAR. One relationship that's on your shirt and on your hat right now, Bass Pro Shops, they've been with you, it seems like, your whole career. Where did that partnership start? Uh, 2004, you know, back in uh, the Chance Two Days with Dale Jr., um, they put a, put a, a deal together for Bass Pro to sponsor our car. I think it was maybe 15, 12, 15 races, kind of part season, and we had so much fun, and, and we hit it off so well. I, me, I love, I'm an outdoorsman. I love the outdoors. Hunting and fishing is like what I do when I'm not at the track, so it just uh, it turned out to be a great relationship. We had a lot of success early on. Uh, took Johnny Morris, who's the owner and founder, uh, to, to Victory Lane at places like Daytona here and Talladega, and we just became great friends, and, um, and it just all worked out. So uh, they've been great partners over the years, and I couldn't be, uh, I couldn't be any more thankful for a sponsor to, uh, to, to be you know, something like that. Just That's what I'm all about, and it's true to who I am, and it's been an awesome partnership. It's more than just a partnership, it seems like at times. I see your good buddies with Johnny Morris. What's it like just working with him? You know, it's just, um, it's amazing. He's such a great person and uh, such a great guy. We have so many, we've had so much fun together, made so many memories, not only hit the racetrack, winning races in a championship, but in the outdoors and fishing and hunting together and doing all those, those kinds of things. So um, I've been, been humbled and honored to represent them over the years and um, and get the word out about conservation and Bass Pro and their, their customers and, and their, um, you know, everybody that works here and what they're all about. It's just, uh, it's been a, a huge blessing in my career. We know how big sponsorship is in NASCAR. It's what makes the cars go around the track. How often do you find yourself hunting for new opportunities? Well, I think everybody's always looking. Um, you know, fortunately for me, I've I've had Bass Pro behind me here. for so long. It's really, uh, you know, been what's allowed me to get to this point in my career. I, I think if you look back a few years ago when I, we were at Furniture Row and uh, the first couple of years it was Furniture Row sponsored car and, and when Barney Visser, the owner, kind of said, hey, I can't do this anymore. We need some sponsorship. Johnny Moore's Bass Pro Shops were the first ones to step up and say, hey, we want to be a part of this, this program. And so uh, I've just been really lucky throughout the years to have partners and, and, and them backing me the way they have. And, and like I said, I, I definitely wouldn't be here today without their support over the years. And, um, you know, I definitely wouldn't have a championship because that season may have never came to fruition. So, um, again, now transition to 2019, moving to Joe Gibbs Racing, 
you know, Bass Pro, they said, hey, we want we want to be on this. We want a part of this. We think it's going to be great. So four race wins this year already. And, um, you know, without people like that behind us and auto owners and, and just everybody who makes these deals together, uh, work together, you know, I definitely wouldn't be standing here right now. I want to go to your young days, not working on race cars, but working on the clam boats. <laughs> uh, do you miss those days at all? Uh, no, <laughs> I definitely don't miss them. Um, I'll tell you, you know, straight out of high school, actually, I did, I did work on weekends when I was in high school to make money to buy race car parts. Go, actually, back then it was go kart stuff. But uh, working there in the summer and then, um, you know, on weekends off, and then straight out of high school, I went full time so I could race. And um, and and as much as I didn't really like it. Uh, I wouldn't have been able to race without it because the money was really good. The work was hard and it wasn't much fun, but looking back, it was um, it was really important part of making me who I am and um, and and giving me the opportunity to go racing. I, I remember you had a conversation with Dale Jr. about this. You mentioned the money was good. You went from fifteen hundred dollars to five hundred dollars when you just went to going Four. racing. Four hundred. Four hundred. Oh, <laughs> even less. So I mean, how difficult was that? You know, making a lot less money, trying to cut your teeth early in days in racing. Well, at that point in time, it wasn't hard at all because that's what I wanted to do and and I, I would have you know done it for free you know and, and I think the only reason that my dad agreed to give me a little bit of money was just so I could live and <laughs> you know so I could eat and, and do the things I had to do but uh, it was a no-brainer for me to, to make that decision to get to go to the shop and work full-time on race cars and go racing full-time was um, was something that you know was it was amazing I loved every second of it you know we uh, that's all we did we burned the midnight oil a lot there was only four of us in the shop three part three full-time and one part-time and so uh, and back then, the Bush North Series was a lot more races. You know, it was uh, the first year, I think we had 24. And so three of us in the shot with two race cars, was uh, we were grinding. But it was a whole lot of fun. I learned a ton, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. We're going to play a game called Over Under. So I'm going to give you a stat, and you have to guess whether the number is over or under it. So over or under the different scorpion species that could kill a person with one sting, 220. Over or under? Over. It is, is actually under. There's oh only 25. God. Okay. I Are you scared you. of scorpions? Well, I mean, it's like snakes, you know. Yeah, who <laughs> wants to see one? Yeah, no one does. The next one, over or under the percentage of Americans who have called in sick when they are not sick, 72%. Mm, I'm going to say under. It is under. It's 58%. Have you done that? No. 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 Oh, you're I, good. I, I like what I do, and we don't get sick days in NASCAR, <laughs> yeah. so we have to race no matter how sick we are. What about on the clam boat? Probably once. Aha, <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh, so I knew it. I knew it. The next one, over or under, the number of mammals whose milk can be used to make edible cheese, 30. Under. You, it is under. It's 24. Do I, you like cheese? I knew that. I like cheese okay. Some of it. Some of it's good, yeah. Uh, over or under the most marathons competed by one person, 600, and it's not Jimmy Johnson. Under. It is actually over 949 wow. marathons. Wow. Is that a racehorse? <laughs> <laughs> it could be. The last one, over or under the speed of a sneeze as it travels out of your mouth, 80 miles an hour. I think under. It is actually over 100 miles per hour. Wow. Sneeze. I would have never guessed that. That's incredible. It's pretty fast. They've yeah. got, they they could give you a run for your money on the race car. You put enough of them together, you'd have some, some propulsion. You could yeah. make something go fast. We need a new rules package for the sneeze <laughs> is what we do. <laughs> Thanks, Martin, for taking the time. For more videos, make sure to visit accelerationnation.com. Download that mobile app. Yeah, so there you go. There's my conversation. That was such a... I always love playing that game because... 
you just get some of the weirdest stats together, but it's always fun to see where they where they think it flies over or under, um, and you learn some things about them. I, there's one, it was earlier, it was with Kyle Larson, and it was the percentage of Americans who believe in ghosts. I don't remember what the exact number was, but then Kyle, he's like, I don't know where I fall in that category. So here we got a Martin Truex Jr. admitting he might have skipped uh, a few days of work on the clan boat calling in sick. So um, I, I know he wouldn't do that now with the race car, but it's always fun to uh, to gauge and see that. And um, yeah, the marathon stat, that's insane. I could not imagine. And we, we went after that just curious ourselves and averaged it out. And it's an insane amount of marathons that person ran, apparently, just one month. So, um, had a lot of fun with this conversation with Martin Truex Jr. Fun fact about the interview itself, too. This was recorded at Daytona. And this was on race day, or what was supposed to be race day. It was Saturday. And as soon as the interview started, I started feeling drips on my head. I'm like, because, and you know how Florida weather is. It's on and off heavy rain. And it had been like that all day, so I was just praying, like, please don't make this a downpour in the middle of the interview. But luckily, it just stayed to very light drops of rain falling from the sky. It got a little heavier later on in the day, but that's always my fear, is rain or something interrupting an interview. It's it's happened before, and it's... um. It's kind of a weird way to end the interview because both of you are kind of sitting there. You're both pretty wet. It's like, all right, let's just wrap this up. So glad it didn't rain and uh, cancel or cut the interview early with Martin Truex Jr. because I had a good time with it. And uh, be sure to stay tuned for more of these. These are sneak previews. I'm in the process of editing these videos now, so I actually won't post them until later on Twitter just because I have a giant schedule that I work with. So you're getting a sneak preview of all this content from Martin Truex Jr. So hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you later.